Within our own daily lives, we have people that we care about very much and remain with us and still to this day carry the memories of them. A couple years ago, I lost my paternal grandfather. And as I was sitting at his bedside during COVID, he was, very, he was on so much pain medication that he wasn't very verbal. He was just kind of there. And one day as I'm sitting at his bedside, I, I, tell, I speak to him into his ear. He says, hey, it's your grandson. I'm sitting here with you. I miss you. And please pray for me. And as I'm sitting there with him, talking to him, I begin to see him muster the courage and the strength to then say, remember me. And he kept repeating it over and over until he expelled all his energy and went back to sleep. Remember me was something, and is still something that I carry to, with me to this day it's still something that resonates with me, and every time I celebrate Mass, I hear him standing at my shoulder saying, remember me. Today, with the Universal Church, we celebrate the Lord's ascension into heaven, and we see the disciples kind of looking at the heavens in awe as the Lord ascends to heaven. In that all we come to understand, they are too trying to figure out and make sense of all of this. But the question becomes, what is the purpose of all of that? Why does Jesus have to ascend to the Father? Because I know for me, being a selfish human being, I didn't want my grandfather to pass away. I didn't want to lose my grandfather. He was a man I looked up to, a man I treasured my relationship with. So it was hard to see him leave, to see him go. And so for the disciples, it's difficult to see. They've given up their lives to follow Jesus for the last three years. They've left everything behind. They've done and seen all these great things that Jesus has done in the world. Cure the, the sick. Heal those going through difficulties, infirmities, cast out, cast out the evil spirits, have all these miracles done. So they've given up their lives and followed this man and trusted him for the last three years with everything. And now he's leaving. So what do we make of all of this? Why is the ascension so important for us? I think we really have to begin to understand and look at the purpose and mission of Jesus here on earth. If we look around the world today, there's so many philosophies, ideologies, religions out there where their founder comes and teaches and shares with the world these great philosophies, these great ways of thinking. And then as they die, the things that are left behind are just their philosophy, what they've taught, and what they're trying to achieve in life and what they want everyone around them to achieve. To really put it in a simple form, my grandfather could have been a great founder of a great religion. 
And his famous line would be, remember me. But why is that important? How is that different from Jesus then? Because his mission was not just to give us great feelings. His mission was not to give us these words of wisdom to follow and to hold to be true. Jesus did not come to just give us this philosophy, this way of thinking. But he shows us and commissions us today, we hear in our gospel reading, to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Some of you may be looking at me, okay, Father, that sounds like a philosophy, an ideology that is being preached that is true. And that's where the celebration of the Lord's ascension becomes true. Because it's more than just a philosophy. It's more than just a way of thought. It's more than just this rule of life that I'm going through. But the fact is, our hearts are meant for heaven. Our relationship is meant for heaven. And so what he comes down to do for each and every one of us is to set a mission. But that mission is meant for transformation. What happens? Jesus goes from being a human being, walking here on earth with us, to still remaining a human being, and ascending to the Father, both God and man. But what differs is the transformation in the way of life. Instead of just being here on earth, he is now seated at the right hand of the Father. What Jesus comes is calls us to transform our lives through the mission and through the way of life he has set for each and every one of us. And he clearly explains that for us today by saying, go, baptizing all nations in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teach and observe the commandments. What Jesus came to do was more than just establish a philosophy. Jesus came to not just establish a way of life, but to really help us live a life that is truly meant for what it's supposed to be. We, for us to live out the potential we're called to be. And that potential is only going to be reached when we go baptizing all nations in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching and observing the commandments. That is what's going to help us live up our, to our fullest. But most importantly, that fullest is to live with God forever in heaven. So to do that, we have to follow and to live out that mission, that call that we've been given. So what is that call for each and every one of us? To go. Our faith is not just a philosophy. It's not just something we sit back and relax. I've been baptized, I'm Christian, I'm saved, end all, be all, period. It is not that. When he instructs his disciples to go, he commissions each and every one of us to live out that mission in action. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. 
that action sends us to go beyond ourselves, to look beyond ourselves for something more, for something greater. And that greater comes from God and from God himself, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That formula becomes very important because it is the formula through which a child is brought into new life in Christ through the waters of baptism, which is illustrated to help us understand that that greater, that beyond ourselves, requires a sacramental life, a life in relation with God and in relation with His church. Because that sacramental life helps us to grow. How are we going to be strong and healthy if we don't have food? Just as we eat to nourish our bodies, we have to feed our souls somehow. And what feeds our soul is the sacrament of Holy Communion or the Eucharist. We live our lives with struggles and trials and tribulations. And so the way we come to live out and live in harmony is through love and peace. But when we don't have peace and harmony, we must reconcile with each other to reconnect, reconcile, reconnect again with each other so that we can build a better, more peaceful and loving relationship. So if that's what we do with our life as human beings, then how do we connect and reconcile ourselves with God if it's not through the sacrament of reconciliation? Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teach them to observe the Ten Commandments. To teach is to share that faith, to come to understand, to comprehend, not just as a thought process. Because in the scriptures, it doesn't say to teach, and there's a period at the end of the sentence. But Jesus instructs his disciples to teach and to observe. This word observe implies that we ourselves take on what we learn and make it ourselves. Make it something that belongs to me and apply it within our own lives and live that out daily. The Ten Commandments, therefore, becomes not just a law in which we punish or punished by God. But instead, the Ten Commandments become our guideposts, our outline to truly live out a more fruitful, faithful, and fuller life. And to do so, not just saying, I have to do something, but I ought to and I want to. Because God is not forcing us, and we're not being forced to do something. But instead, I've teached, I've learned it, and I want to make what I've learned become an important concept, a uh, an important pillar, and something significant in my life, and I will live that out to its fullest. So therefore, we are called to go baptizing all nations in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teach and to observe the Ten Commandments. 
So my dear brothers and sisters, our life of faith is oriented and focused to God in heaven to be with him forever. And so if we want to live that out, if we want to fulfill that, we must live that mission out today. We get it very simply in the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So let us today, my dear brothers and sisters, go out baptizing all nations in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching others to observe the Ten Commandments and for us to live that out every day, to fulfill our mission so that our lives are then transformed and changed forever and so that we ourselves can join Jesus in heaven and to remain and to dwell with him for all eternity.